0: Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week, I'm joined here by Duane.
1: Sebastian, uh, big tournament weekend ahead of us.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, even before the tournament weekend, I just ran a camp this morning. Yeah. Uh, We had 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 one of our school day off camps, so uh, I was there for the first half of it, and then uh, one of our new coaches, Amelia, was there for the second half of it. Uh, So, that was a good time. That's good, yeah. Fourteen uh, recreational players out there. Um, a couple of players, or a couple of parents asking to do more. So they, so we, we got them some information. Are you going to get them some information to get them to do more? Um, but ultimately, yeah, we um, we got some camps out there, which is fun. They're they're exciting. Kids just want to go out there and play, kick the ball around. They they're off of school, so uh, what are, what, are, what are, school day. Hey, school day off, camp. Come out and kick the ball around. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's, it's nice. It's good. It's 50, 45 bucks. So it can't beat that price. Cheap hey, than daycare. The Boys
1: and girls club down here is like 170, hundred bucks a day or something
0: like that. So there, there you go. We're, we're, we're better. we got it better price. Um, but yeah. And then after that, tonight, well, I mean, our, I was, just, I would say tournament weekend, but I mean, you started the weekend off early. Like you got a seven o'clock game tonight. Right. College
1: showcase uh, style, you know.
0: <laughs> One game per day with a youth. One game per day
1: and games on opposite sides of the entire day. It's nuts. Uh, but, yeah, we kick off tonight against uh, – I don't even know who we're playing anymore. Uh, we kick off tonight, though, at 7-10. Some uh, team from Denver, Jersey.
0: Some team from Jersey. Some
1: team from Jersey. I don't know. We're just going to show up and play uh, some top bracket soccer. So, hopefully, we take the challenge and we have a good weekend.
0: Right I mean we uh, we're heading to the Deptford uh, Fall festival for for a lot of our teams. Uh, it's a tournament we haven't gone to in a couple of years. Uh, we, we did it a couple of years ago. Um, we like it because a lot of the teams get to play in one location. Uh, this year I think the tournament got pretty big, so it's two locations uh, brought so, all of our teams and they had to expand. Yeah, so they, there is a little bit of a driving back and forth uh, but but for the most part there are there are very little conflicts so we're excited about that. It allows us to be able to really kind of take on everybody um so i'm excited i'm excited for the possibilities of uh of coming home with some hardware for 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 a lot of our teams i think a lot of our teams have some good chances with uh in the brackets or the the teams they're playing against. so i'm excited to to see to see some good results from our teams um i'm excited to spend the entire day uh at a soccer field um i think
1: are you so, spending the entire day like I'm spending the entire? No, day? No,
0: no, definitely not. I'm not staying up for your seven o'clock game tomorrow night. <laughs> One, like I'm just literally spending the entire day. You're probably better off, like, legitimately camping. Like you might as well just get a tent and just camp out the field.
1: Sleep in my car because by the time my game's done, I'll get like six hours of sleep, and then it's time to warm up for my next game. Just yeah. Lock me, just lock me into the complex. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think you I think you can probably reach out to the tournament director and just flat out stay stay there see if you'd be like hey listen uh can i camp out like here's a i brought a tent i brought my own like but it's not even a tent like just bring one of those like canopy like (laughs) like the tents we use for the players in the bench (laughs) during the summer and just sleep in the not even in the sleeping bag. sleep in your ball bag (laughs) sleep on the ball
1: bag it's just just relax just say hey look i asked for no coaching conflicts and gave me opposite sides of the day like literally opposite sides of the day
0: as if your team, if your fuel has lights, you could almost run a training session like all nighter.
1: Yeah, go. I mean, if we don't get the result, we're training at night. <laughs> recovery, right. recovery, regen, and and uh, high intensity training all in the
0: same same session. And then and then just kick off at eight a.m. the next day, good to go.
1: Five twenty the next day, and I gotta go to work on Monday. Like we don't like.
0: Yeah, we droid, don't have off for
1: school on Monday. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean that is the hard part is sunday sunday's a late one uh yeah. So i'm i'm there most like i think i'm there the entire day on sunday for sure mostly because my last game will hopefully be at 520 that means i'm in the I'm in the championship match but uh um, oh, you have a championship match yeah i do with one of my teams yeah
1: i would just play straight up in the bracket
0: yeah but i mean the championship game would be my third game no matter what anyway so um, gotcha. But, but yeah, so I mean, I'm excited. I, I think it's gonna be a fun tournament. I think it's gonna be exciting to, to go out there and uh and compete and uh and do some different things. Um, so it'll be fun. Uh, but then uh, we have some boys teams, our two 2013 boys teams, and then one of our 2012 teams, both our 2011 boys teams, and one of our 2010 boys teams are at the Explorer Cup in Downingtown. Uh, so they're they're at USTC or the surrounding areas. So best of luck to them as they head over uh, and play in that tournament. So that'll be, that'll be fun. We're a little bit split this weekend, but but overall, I think, again, it'll be a good weekend for everybody.
1: I guess I'm the only boys teams going to Jersey.
0: You are. Yeah, you are. I would have I mean, lost,
1: mo- lost half my team, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, the problem is, I mean, you ultimately, you you, you had to do it out of necessity because you was the only tournament in the area that had a U15 boys bracket. So, Well,
1: I had to do it out of necessity because, like, I lose, like, half my team. Because that's, they all have sisters or multiple true. sisters,
0: true. <laughs> but it helps out. I mean, you get to be around the little girl teams. tomorrow. You got a crazy, you got a crazy break in between your days, so you got nothing new but to coach. <laughs> I'm
1: driving back home after my game tomorrow.
0: No, I'm just coming bro. back up. No, that's silly. Just stay up there and just you gotta you gotta lug the vo around. Oh, oh we're the, bringing the vo's. Oh yeah, we're bringing vo's,
1: and then well, you I gotta to pick,
0: go.
1: Pick, I gotta pick one up for tonight then.
0: But you, you, but you're bringing the VO, and you're you're the you in charge of one of the VOs. so you got to take them from day to day and game and set them up for other people. I'm the VO guy, I'm the, I'm the VO dad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're excited about that. We'll hopefully next week we'll be able to bring you some uh, some more some more information on that and give you some updates on how how everything went. Uh, we're yeah. off of rec this week, um, so we'll be we'll be back on rec next week, and we're almost. I mean, we're we're in the second half of the the rec season at this point. 3v3 is towards, coming up yeah, yeah. heading towards 3v3 so if, uh if you're a recreational coach or you got to play in the recreational program encourage your coach to register for the 3v3 registration is up and running all that information can be found on our website at delawareunion.com you
1: got 19 uh, days to finish registration there you 19. go
0: don't While make it while you're on our website, you can check out our social media accounts that are also linked there, or you can go to facebook.com slash delaware union on Instagram at Delaware Union Soccer and on Twitter at de Union Soccer. By the way, a uh, little 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 diamonds uh, little di- diamond segue. Um, we get to see we get to see Katie tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that's true saying that, Rowan.
0: Yeah, we get to see our captain uh katie cordell's gonna come out so uh so i'm excited to to see her tomorrow and uh hopefully we'll get to watch rowan's club team play on sunday at some point i think we got a break uh in one of our between our games and we're gonna go out there because what else we got to do right so i got a break
1: man i've got breaks is there a mall is there an outlet what what do we got out there we're
0: (laughs) gonna we're gonna go watch we're gonna go watch rowan women's soccer club team play uh and we're gonna go cheer on katie cordell i don't know how many fans there are a club game uh, but I but we'll there'll be two of us at least. There'll be two of us. Yeah, so no we'll, body paint. We'll
1: leave the body paint at home this week.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever worn body paint, or have ever had the desire to, and I don't think I ever will. No, no,
1: absolutely not. But another segue: Puska's award for the um uh, for Delaware Union. Uh, Delaware Union Puska's award. Yeah, my player is uh obviously at the top of the leaderboard right now, so. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more goals before the end of the year, and see if we can get any, you know, competition with the Puskas Awards because my player is running away with it.
0: I, I like the idea. I like the idea of uh, of starting with a VO, starting to put together like a top ten or like on a weekly basis of all the goals we score. I mean, we do score. Decent well, hopefully, we goes. score a lot of goals that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hopefully, it's not a
1: weekend like everybody gets shut out and it's like zero. <laughs> every everybody tied zero zero. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, but we should we should put together like some weekly weekly highlight weekly goal highlights. I think that'd be that'd be fun. Uh, but at the same time, and then at the end of the year, put a out, put a out, put out an awards. Save it. Yeah, year. I mean, have
1: the players like have Golden our own version of like the espies
0: Yeah, Golden Globe or Golden Glove not globe um Funny Golden... celebration, like that. I don't know that we'll find a whole lot of. We our players don't celebrate goals.
1: <laughs> Did you watch the 2007 boys game from Sunday?
0: I mean, yeah, your your <laughs> guys are excited, but that's the thing. Like, I think I feel like the boys get more excited than girls. The girls are like, "Ah, whatever." Like, we scored a goal, we move on. Also, have
1: The angriest coach award goes
0: to the <laughs> the coach that you played against when you threw a clipboard. <laughs> uh yeah, that would be fun. But yeah, we we will definitely put a put a little put a little award ceremony at the end of the year. Uh, and put dress up, up. Got to dress up virtually. We got to dress up virtually. We'll put on a suit. We'll give out the Puskas, the Delarin Puskas award. <laughs> That'd be on cool z- though. On no, it would
1: be it would be no, I think it would, like the players would enjoy it. it would, I mean they we're laughing about it, but I think they would enjoy it and you know it'd be pretty funny, like especially with the funny clips, right? Like we found some funny categories.
0: Oh yeah. Just some funny stuff. Yeah. The the worst I already got one nomination for the uh for the assist that wasn't supposed to be an assist award. (laughs) I got one for those. Uh I got one of those. Uh but yeah. So ultimately I'm excited for for what we can do for that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um
1: we go to make a coaching point and your player scores.
0: Yeah, yeah. You get to you get you go to try to make a push coaching point about a first touch while she gives out an assist by accident and then we score a goal. So coaching point denied. Now we're up up one nothing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah that's right uh so um I right, uh did you get to watch the men's national team game yesterday i did get to
1: catch a little bit of the second half um i missed all the goals but
0: i i caught the i caught the second goal peppy brendan aronson hey man kick the ball
1: got an assist
0: yeah. So uh so yeah, so Ricardo Pepe two goals, so three goals in two games for the men's national team.
1: Yeah, like youngest player to have two goals back to back or something like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, for the men's national team. So that's that's crazy. That's awesome. Uh it's good for him. Um you know, in the it, it was interesting they were talking about it in the broadcast I don't always agree with the majority of things that Taylor Tolman talks about, but uh the one thing I, I did agree with is Could have that, been Taylor. could have been. Yeah. Um uh the, the one thing I do I did agree with him was about like, you know, what does Ricardo Pepe do next? Because you got eight months to the to the World Cup. Uh so is that is it right now your time to leave? Uh go alone. Go alone, prepare for the World Cup. The, the thing is, you got to go somewhere where you can play because ultimately, you know what's happening to Sir Josh Sargent right now, where he's not really playing a whole lot. Yeah, like, out of the so the, you got to go somewhere Juventus, where you can
1: play. like this Juventus rumor. I don't know, like I see it where you want to say, Hey, let me go score against higher competition, but if you go to like a Juventus, or you gonna, where
0: you might not get to play?
1: You're playing for Juventus B in the Serie B, Serie B, sorry, B, however you say being Italian. <laughs> So, yeah, I think you got to go somewhere you could play and continue to dominate. I mean, MLS might be it. I mean, Mike B is an advocate of getting strikers out of the MLS. So maybe you stay where you stay put. FC Dallas, I mean, I got a good track record of putting players from their academy into some high-level uh, clubs. Like, you look at Brian Reynolds, Weston McKinney, uh, Emerson Hyman. He went to Fulham for a bit. He's back, I think he's still with Atlanta United. But I mean, they've got a good track record of put it pushing big names. I think Reggie Cannon came out of FC Dallas. Big names just making it uh, into big clubs. But yeah, with the World
0: Cup right around the corner, you got to kind of think about that as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so, and it, it actually worked out really well. Like I think the 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 games that did get played yesterday, the, the four games that got played yesterday, I think. Ultimately worked out in the favor of the U.S. Um, Top of the group. I mean, right now Mexico and Canada tied one-one. El Salvador beat Panama, and Honduras and Costa Rica tied. So you know the the bottom, you know the bottom uh, one, two, three, four, five. The bottom five teams didn't only picked up at least one point. Jamaica obviously picking up nothing. Uh, so. You know, Panama, El Salvador, Costa Rica, Honduras picking up one point. It allows you to kind of pull away a little bit. So now you're three points ahead, tied with Mexico, uh, going into your next match or your next round of matches. Now you got Panama on Sunday. um, We got to go to Panama, right? Got to go to Panama and then host in Costa Rica. So if you can get a point, if you can get a point out of the Panama game, um, that'd be a strong result. You know, you get at least a point out of the Panama game. And then you get a win against Costa Rica, all of a sudden you're sitting at you know 12 points. Now we're now we're in business. You get a little separation, right? I mean, even but, considering considering Mexico, Mexico has to play Honduras uh, and El Salvador, which are going to be tough opponents against them. They they struggled against Canada, um, so and they 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 had tied Panama the last go around as well. Mexico tied Panama, so. So it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. Hopefully a good, um, a good, good next to next to against the U S.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we're, uh, there's rotating the squad like crazy too. So it's not yeah. like it's the, it's the same 11 guys starting. Um, there's a lot of squad rotation, a lot of guys. I think Tim Weah played last night. He
0: was, he was awesome. I thought um, when he came in, he ought like, he brought in a different level. Like obviously he came in for Aronson. So, um, he brought in a different, he was. He was. He was definitely For different more, players, right? Like, yeah, he's more dynamic. He's gonna. He's gonna go a little bit more towards goal. Aaronson's gonna try to like set the tempo a little more. Well, Wales gonna go forward, and I thought. I thought he did a really good job um, of playing with Zardes, and and I thought Zardes looked decent, and I thought he could have maybe had a goal too. So, so he brings experience. He brings.
1: I think that's what he brings, right? You need a striker with experience. You don't want Josie Altador.
0: No, absolutely not. No. I think not. you
1: can lay Josie Altador's national team career to l- to rest. Yeah. Michael Bradley's national team career to rest. No, no send-offs. Sorry, you guys are just done. Yeah. We can go um, play
0: we can go play the
1: Puerto Rican national team. You guys can have your send-off.
0: <laughs> um and in the Covenant Bowl qualifiers, uh some some very interesting results. Peru beating Chile. Two nothing. Ecuador beating Bolivia, three nothing. Ecuador scored three goals in twenty minutes. Uh Brazil turning over like turning a game around. They were down one nothing to Venezuela and uh and won the game three three one and then Uruguay tying Colombia and Argentina tying Paraguay. So you know, Argentina right now sitting in second place, two three points ahead of Ecuador and Uruguay with Sunday being a like monster of a game against Uruguay. Um the you know one of the longest standing rivals for Argentina's had um since since playing internationally. Uh so this will be this it's always a tough match. It's always like it, it's always just a, a battle, an absolute battle. So seven thirty on Sunday, looking forward to that game. Um and then the the Europe qualifiers uh kick off today Nations. Well, no. The, well, we'll talk about the Nations League in a second, but the, the 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 World Cup qualifiers kick off today again. The the next round of it. Uh, there's some really interesting matchups. Uh, Germany Romania today, um, which I think will be will be a good game. But ultimately, you know, when you're looking at at some of the games, you know, it, there's some that are going to be extremely important just because of where of where where some of the teams end up and where some of the teams are that they're gonna need some need some points. Uh you know Europe is always a tough, tough place to to play in because outside of the first the top of the groups everybody else then goes into some sort of a playoff. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see who Norway Turkey.
1: That's a that's a game to watch right there. Can Erling Holland put the country of Norway on his back? I mean they're at the top of the group. I mean, yeah, they get out of there with Netherlands. I mean, I don't think Gibraltar's getting out of that group or Montenegro.
0: No, I mean they're Norway Norway's up there. I mean, they're uh yeah, they're they're tied for the top of the group with, with Netherlands.
1: So Yeah, Turkey's right there, two points behind. So
0: Yeah. I mean then the last time they played, it was a tie. nowhere Netherlands was a tie. One 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 tie. So um, you know, I think it'll be good. I Group I.
1: Albania in the in the second place spot.
0: Yeah, yeah, beating out no Poland, Poland and Hungary. Yeah. Um. All right. So yes, let's talk about the Nations League because the semifinals got played. Italy against Spain. Um, and I watched both of these games. Uh, a I'm excited because Italy's 33 game unbeaten streak has now gone away. Um, and do you happen to know, Dwayne, who the longest streak now belongs to at, at the international level? The US?
1: <laughs> no. They're like, I'm beaten in 22 straight games or something like that.
0: Not the US. Spain? Not Spain. No, Spain lost in the Euros. I don't know.
1: Who does it belong to? Argentina. I. I, I
0: Hold on, time out.
1: Michelle did not even play against Brazil. That doesn't even count. That's we talked about we didn't play against Brazil, huh? Copa America final against Brazil. We beat them. No, no, no. Are you talking about major?
0: Talk about talk about in general. did you guys in the the health police take international talk about international international teams or national teams at the international level unbeaten streaks? Argentina has the longest standing streak right now. That Italy doesn't have theirs. Argentina has the longest standing streak in the entire world. Currently standing. Not the longest streak in history, just currently standing. The longest currently
1: standing. standing. Well, Spain has the longest streak of history, don't they?
0: Yeah. But but Argentina currently has the longest standing streak. 23, 24 games, something like that. So longest in Argentina history is thirty six games, I believe. So um but yeah, Argentina currently with the with the longest streak, so so yeah. Um, right. So, let, yeah. So back to the Spain, the Spain uh, Italy game uh, for the semifinals. I think the, the hard part is that, you know, you get a red card early into the game, um, which which makes it makes it difficult right off the bat when Bonucci gets uh, thrown out 42 minutes in um, that 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 becomes that becomes hard. You know, you you, you lose a player that early. Um, so your playing... correction,
1: Algeria is at 29 games. Really?
0: Algeria. Oh, well, my, my Argentinian news source is incorrect. You guys are at how many games? Um, I don't know. I thought we, I thought we had, I thought we, I thought we were up there. I mean, that's what, that's what I read. Are we, are we not up there? I'm looking at it right now.
1: Longest undefeated streaks in international football. Look out for Algeria, who is just eight matches behind Italy with the second longest active unbeaten run. Interesting. This was published on the 6th of October.
0: Is Argentina up there somewhere? Um, what did you guys say you had? 23? Something like that. I don't know. I, I thought it was 22-23. Maybe not. Well, so You would be tied with West Germany with west germany yeah interesting
1: interesting hmm. we'll have to get the uh, the folks downstairs to uh
0: yeah we gotta get the uh, market analytics department to start giving up better uh better information because clearly we're, we're we're failing at the at the information here um but yeah uh, I, ultimately i'm just excited for the fact that argentina is has a has a winning streak uh there you go yeah
1: i'd be happy about something
0: uh 23 games yeah 23 games algeria is at 28
1: or 29 interesting i mean i <laughs> hmm. <laughs> guess they haven't just qualified for any They missed all the major tournaments and just been running the tables. (laughs) I guess.
0: I mean, are they not in the uh, World Cup qualifiers?
1: I think they play those today.
0: They play today? They play Niger at 3 o'clock. Well, let's go Niger. (laughs) (laughs) Let's end the streaks. (laughs) So, yes,
1: they have not lost in 29 matches, and Niger is unbeaten in four away games.
0: All right. Perfect. Let's go.
1: And give me a million dollars if I can pronounce where the game's being played.
0: Uh, the game? Yeah. Today's game? Um, Let's see. Where is it being played? Uh, study Mustafa Chaker. Yeah, I like that one. We'll go with that. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Uh, um, all right. So so but going back to the Italy Spain game, because we wanted this weird tangent about <laughs> what the most what the winning streak. Um but going back to the Spain uh Italy game, so again, Banucci gets thrown out of the game uh forty two minutes in, so that changes everything. But Spain at that point had played really well. I mean, big news coming out of Spain is the fact that Gabi was played, you know, 17 years old with a start with the number nine jersey and playing pretty well. Um, I thought, I thought, he had, right now. I thought he was, I thought he played pretty well. That he had a, he had almost like a chip on his shoulder, he had a little bit of a, a little bit of an edge to him, uh, going against some of those Italian um personalities. So, well, uh, he knew he wasn't getting booed. <laughs> I mean, him and Chiellini were, were going out a little bit in the second half. Yo, no, yeah, Donnarumma poor donnarumma i don't know man i get it you're playing in milan but at the same time like really to get booed at, at home? home just messed up that's why they lost <laughs> it's messed up yeah he had a he, keeper, had a he so had a he tough was just game. like hey guess what he had a tough game he had a tough game, a tough game. Um, I mean, and then booed. and then the second and then the second game so ultimately spain goes on to the final um to get played sunday saturday sunday afternoon Italy plays for the third and fourth place game on Sunday morning. Um, and Italy's going to play Belgium because Belgium, after having an amazing first half, a first half that I was like, all right, like, I don't have to watch the second half. And then as soon as I turned the second half back on after I was done driving, I was like, oh my God, it's 2-2. And then Lukaku scores a goal and then it gets called back. And then Theo Hernandez scores his first international goal with the, with the French national team. what a moment to score your first goal there uh but but you know i i just i just feel like belgium is always on the brink and then just can't can't put an entire 90 minutes or an entire (laughs) tournament together
1: it's like what are you guys missing you guys have you guys literally have a world-class team from one to like probably 14
0: i just it's so disappointing because it's one of the teams i cheer for like i root i root for belgium because I I've, I enjoy the players that they have. I thought I think they're just awesome players and I think they played really well together. I think Lukaku is by far one of the best number nines in the world right now. Uh, the goal he scored I thought was fantastic um, so but I've also enjoyed Lukaku back in his Everton days too when Chelsea was to loan him out all the time but so've I've, I've always enjoyed Belgium's team national
1: team is definitely like the Chelsea like Chelsea what you could have had.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: I mean, you had Hazard, you yeah. used to have De Bruyne, you got Lukaku, Courtois. Yeah. There's probably some other guys sprinkled in there that I'm not thinking of.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um so, so yeah, so I, the final that final is gonna be France against Spain. Um, which I think is gonna be a a pretty interesting final. It's a um, good I mean it's a powerhouse matchup, that's what they wanted, right? I mean that's, that's why they didn't do the super league. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be a good match. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um it'll be I, I think it'll come down to to who's who's gonna be able to have the better striker. I think both defenders are both defenses are solid. I think it's just a matter of like who's more if Lukaku or Benzema, who's on, who's on form. And then whatever Mbappe and the supporting cast can do made a glass. Yeah. So, all right, but you sent me something really cool that I wanted to I wanted to kind of we can kind of go through. So, you sent me 13 uh records as we were talking about records earlier. So, we're going to talk over these 13 uh records that are like kind of crazy that maybe are unlikely to be broken. Um so, we will start with the first one. Um usually as we as we, people start with things as the first one, um Longest goal ever scored. Uh, You know, it was actually this year, uh, Newport County goalkeeper, Tom King, 105 yards. He kicked the goal kick that bounced at the top of the 18 on the other side of the field, and it went over the goalkeeper's head. So uh, good for you, Tom King, 105 yard goal. So um, drop on them
1: goal kicks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one You know it's, it's English football so it's always raining so like you gotta stay on your line
0: it's, it's always slippery right that ball's always moving around um oh man this is this one's this one this one's just <laughs> upsetting and I feel like I remember i remember watching not watching the game but I remember hearing about it when it happened uh especially because I watched the video that you just sent but uh, most red cards in a single match, so, uh, Argentinian fifth tier Argentinian football uh, back in twenty eleven. Does um, it get
1: lower than that, folks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean these two teams are like one of the teams that is a well known team. So Claypole versus Victor- Victoriano Arenas, and uh, they 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 had two red cards in the first half, two records in the second half, but then they turned into a brawl. <laughs> uh, at one point the one one player from the from one player started fighting with his own coach uh and and then it in turn, into a bunch of absolute disaster so the referee decided to actually send off every single player that was on the field so all 22 players plus every single substitute and every single member of the coaching staff so uh 36 red cards all in all together uh were were shown that day to players so uh longest head long longest headed goal scored. This one I actually thought I knew ahead of time, but I was oh, surprised. like
1: Van Percy.
0: No, 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 no. I, I thought it was an Argentinian player, Martin Palermo, playing for Boca Jr. Scored a goal about six yards in front of this guy. So I was just like, Man, this guy beat him out by six yards pretty much. Um but uh Trumso Idra. Oh, wait, though that was a team. Sorry. Uh Joan Samuelson. Uh Joan Samuelson scored a goal from right before mid right behind midfield. Uh, so about 50 55 yards um off of a weird like deflection that came off of a free or a corner kick or something like that. And the goalkeeper was was uh was trying to score a goal. So uh there was an impact counter from behind midfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh uh Duane what do you know about Ezeldin Bahader Bahader Yeah I know he
1: scores goals he was 74 years old 74 born in old. 1945 <laughs> Yeah played He's in old. March of 2020 and scored a penalty during the match like dude is 74 years old play professional soccer and scoring goals
0: playing Egypt at Six October Club in cairo um so holy moly 74 uh i i now have a new role model in life (laughs) i want to be him when i'm 74 um fastest hat trick uh this one i don't think will be ever be broken again uh this one's back set back in 1964 um by tommy ross before they had stopwatches (laughs) (laughs) who was uh who was uh who was playing for Ross County uh Tommy Ross playing for Ross County uh <laughs> uh scored a hat a trick in corruption ni- in here in 90 seconds 90 seconds scored a hat trick uh so i don't think that um did they like stop the clock or like it was it was one of those old school ways like You scored, you got, if you got scored on, you got to just take it off a goal kick.
1: (laughs) I mean, the other team, like, they're like, oh, man, we got to hurry up and score again and like (laughs) rushing to put the ball at the midfield
0: line. And he's just like, yep, thank you. (laughs) Um, This one, this one kind of hits home, right? This one comes home. The next one that we got most saves in the World Cup match. Uh, Tim Howard, uh, 16 saves. Uh, that was against Belgium. And Lukaku, I know Lukaku was in that game.
1: But I think uh, he scored
0: that game. He might have. I think he scored the uh, second goal. Okay, and this is back in the twenty fourteen World Cup, right? In Brazil,
1: yeah. I think that yeah, I think Lukaku scored the second goal. Julian Green with that first goal. Chris Wondolowski could have put us through. Yeah,
0: Wanda. Oh, this one's great. I like this one because I knew this one too. Most goals in a calendar year goes to Lionel Messi, 91 goals back in 2012. Uh scored 79 goals for Argentina or for Barcelona and 12 goals for Argentina that year. And him and Ronaldo were flying that year. Uh and that was, I mean, that was a record that was surprised that was that had uh Gordon Mueller had that uh record of 85 goals and Messi beat it by six goals, 91 goals. You know the only other player that I thought could have scored that if he was more of a scorer than a midfielder this year? Pedri, because he, he played in, like, 300 different games this year. So he, he had the ability. You just get one goal a game, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you got it. <laughs> uh, the longest- going to break that record? Who? Haaland. Haaland, yeah. Haaland, might. Norway. He's Norway. just got to
1: go down to the German second division and just run
0: it up. You that or Norway? Norway. You know what? It'll happen in, like, a year. Uh, when Norway is no longer playing in the World Cup qualifiers and you're back in the Nations League and like maybe the first round of the Nations League or something like that, and you're playing some some pretty low-level countries. Like Gibraltar? Yeah, boom. Just unleashes. Get like 15 right there, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Longest penalty shootout ever. Uh, 2005, the Namibian Cup. Uh, KK Palace uh one against civic 17 to 16 48 different kicks taken 48 <laughs> that mean, is nuts <laughs> you went around once and then once again <laughs> once and one more time yeah so some some guys some guys took three different pks <laughs> had to make subs
1: <laughs> um yeah, they said the game lasted or the PKs
0: lasted as long as the game. Oh man, well that's crazy. Uh fastest goal in the World Cup match. Uh 15 seconds into the World Cup match. Um oh sorry, hold on. I'm sorry. My bad. That was the original record it was was set in, fifth, in 1962 in the World Cup. But but um the in 2002 uh Turkey Hakan uh, score well, Yeah. Uh, scored a goal in 10 seconds, close to 11 seconds. Pretty quick. Uh, goal. This one, this one, I actually, this one, I actually found out about this the other day. Um, highest scoring goal ever. Highest scoring goal ever. Um, so originally, um, the, the the goal the the record was 36 to nothing um and that was in 1886 but in 2002 um AS Adima um were playing against uh Stade Olympique Lemery um which Stade Lemery Olymp- were at the time in protest uh from some referee decisions so they decided to score on themselves for the entire game. Uh so they scored the, on themselves 149 different times. So the goal, the the uh, the game ended up being 149 to 0. <laughs> Cuz they scored on themselves. So um most career goals by by a goalkeeper. This one this one I uh, I have I have seen play uh, not in not in person, but I've watched games where he's played because he's played against Boca Juniors a bunch of times. But the the Sao Paulo legend uh, Rogerio Seni, uh 131 goals between 1997 and 2015, free kicks and PKs, just an absolute monster.
1: Um hey, everybody on the team needs to be able be able to score goals.
0: In 2005, he had 21 goals in that year was he leaving like was where did he finish in the league i mean it, he was probably close <laughs> golden
1: golden boot winner and the golden glove winner in the same yeah, season
0: yeah just put the glove on top of the just save one trophy just glove on top of the ball there you go uh fastest goal by premier league, premier league substitute uh so uh nicholas berner 1.8 Lord seconds after coming in, Nicholas Benter. He's he's yeah, knighted. yeah, he's knighted. There you go. Uh, after it says Fabregas, uh, corner kick,
1: he like sprinted on the field, corner kicks taken, boom.
0: And the last one, biggest away win in Premier League history. Uh, this one was Southampton got absolutely smashed by Leicester in 2019. I remember this, I remember this. Um nine nothing nine nothing
1: yeah South they got torn to
0: shreds yeah yeah so um yeah so there you go uh so that's Football it Thir- 13 13 completely random uh, <laughs> records that if we see them broken we will keep you updated here on the soccer podcast but you know what i feel like everyone listening was like when am i ever going to know this information well if you're ever at trivia game some of these things come up you know you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to know that exactly the oldest, the oldest player the oldest player to have ever lived came from egypt or the the oldest player who have ever played in a game was 74 years old and lived was from egypt that tim howard one will pop up that one yeah the tim howard and the one that messi scored 91 goals in a single year will definitely pop up maybe not some of the
1: ones in like these
0: crazy countries but no, no, no. Like the Argentina one. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The hard 949 to zero might. Um, all right, player of the match. My player of the match goes to Romelu Lukaku because I still think he is probably the number one striker in the world right now. Um, so I just think he's, he's got everything. He's got it all. He's got it all. So,
1: My player uh, of the match is making a return to become the number one striker in the world. Daniel Sturge is coming back to play in Australia for the Perth Glory. And he's checking his ego at the door. So he's gonna get himself ready. He's gonna make a comeback and hopefully attract some big offers.
0: Where did he go after Liverpool?
1: Uh he went to Aston Villa. Uh-huh. And kind of just went downhill after that. I think he went down to like the championship. Really? Yeah, he's what, Probably
0: he's he's probably what in his mid 30s. Thirty. Thirty-two. Wow, thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, did. Go to, I think he went to Aston Villa, right? Uh, no, went to West Brom. West Brom. And then went to Trabz Trabzon Trabzon He went to and, Turkey. Yeah, I went to in the Super League, in uh, in the Turkey, in the, and now. It was crazy. He only he was only there for for about a year, and then I guess he took a year off. Um, there you go! Wow, good for him. I mean, listen, when when Sturridge and Sterling went together, were together, were together. Those were those two were 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 very good together. So um, maybe I'll make a comeback. That'd be great.
1: It's like, "Yo, Liverpool, I'll see y'all. <laughs> see y'all, need me." <laughs>
0: Either that, or either that, or he's trying to win the uh, he's trying to win the uh, Asian Champions League and to try club to club World Cup, club, club World Cup against Liverpool, <laughs> <laughs> playing against City. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, maybe next year, not this year, the one after. Um, on this day in soccer history, October eighth, twenty fifteen. Oh man, twenty fifteen. That year was crazy for uh, this FIFA gate stuff. But that was that was the beginning FIFA of FIFA, G- FIFA gate. Uh, scandals um, but uh, uh, October 8th, 2015 the FIFA Ethics Committee banned Sepp Blatter and uh, Michel Platini and the general the Secretary General Jerome um uh, uh, from all activity for 90 days because they were basically rumored to have um, given out bribes um, and things like that for, you know, helping Germany host the World Cup in 2006 um, and all that other stuff. So um, it was absolutely crazy how how things shaped out. Obviously, a lot of people ended up in jail. There is a really interesting... Um, there's a really interesting... Um, uh, document or series in uh, on Amazon that's in Spanish, based on the Chilean uh, president that ended up turning that being becoming the president of the CONMEBOL uh, right around that time. Um, around the time when um, Grandona passed away, he was the Argentinian Football Association president and the FIFA vice president. So there's a lot of it's a really interesting uh, documentary about the how the the authorities from the U.S. were able to link things to to different people and how they were they got they gave they were they were trying to mic them on a little keychain a little soccer ball keychain they were trying to mic them up that way trying to listen in on conversations
1: us man trying to do anything to get, to win the world cup just put some better <laughs> players on the field <laughs>
0: uh fair play of the week uh my fair play of the week goes out to um the NWSL and US soccer not necessarily for the fact that i think they handled things correctly but for the fact that there are people stepping down uh so the nwsl uh the nwsl commissioner stepped down last week uh and we discussed the last week about what happened with uh paul riley from the north carolina courage and richie burke from washington spirit Uh, But now this is getting blown wide open um, and the NWSL has put out statements about it. Uh, United soccer coaches has put out statements about it. Um, So, you know, hopefully we are heading in the right direction. So uh, my favorite play of the week goes out to all those players and hopefully all those people that are have that are uh, uh, decision makers that are hopefully going to make the right decisions and get some of these people that should not be around uh, players. Away from players.
1: Speaking of the United Soccer coaches, before I go to my fair play of the week, shout out to Coach Nick Papa Nicholas of Wilmington University. Number nine in the nation right now. That's right. Yeah. D2 soccer They're rolling, man. Undefeated, number nine in the nation. So yeah, big shout out to them. You know, his son is at our
0: discovery program. He's one of our coaches in our club.
1: He's one of the coaches in our club. So yeah, let's let's make sure he gets his credit because Wilmington's rolling. <laughs> Yeah,
0: big out to Coach Nick and uh, the, the Wilmington team.
1: All right, my favorite play of the week is going to the VO. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, um, because I took the homework assignment you gave your players, I gave it to my players, and it's good for them to find moments of the game where they realize that they did good things, and then for you to be able to give them feedback on those good things when they watch the video. So you know, I had a couple players... Take the homework assignment look at it say hey i did this i created an assist or hey i uh you know i stopped a counterattack or something like that it's like hey yeah you did could you have made this decision or could you have done this to give them feedback to be able to you know be proud of the moment that they had how can we always continuously develop and improve
0: yeah so definitely a, a really cool new tool that we have at our disposal and available for, for, for our players. So it'll be um it'll be something that we definitely expand on as we go forward. I know Coach Lou is working on some coaching education stuff using our own clips from our own players. Um, which I think will be really interesting when we all of a sudden uh you are either being uh we're either you're either being shown as the example of what to do or just shown as the example of what not to do from a coaching standpoint. So I think that'll be really interesting. Um but yeah, so... God
1: why do you have two center backs and six forwards? <laughs> and you said, why do you, well, I, I got scored on. Well, <laughs> Everybody's in the 18.
0: Um, so yeah. So uh, no, yeah. It's a really cool tool. And hopefully we'll start, we'll start using more of it as we go. Um, all right. Well, uh, Dwayne, good luck tonight. Hopefully uh, get a W and then uh, I guess I will see you tomorrow morning.
1: Yeah, because uh, it's got an email, and I guess no I gotta cha- change my team snap.
0: Eight get o'clock. those angry messages. All right, there you go. All right, thanks for joining us this week. And remember always receive the ball on your front foot.